Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. There he is, everybody. America's favorite actor. Sorry for my tardiness. Yes, you're tardy. I uh, was working out and I had to get home in time and I made it. You uh, made it. I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm 17 minutes late. So, yeah, so those of you out there listening. Well, the, 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 the lucky people in, uh, listening didn't have to wait the 17 minutes. They, they, well, they, they <laughs> This is what I want you to do. Now that you've heard what we've said, yeah. pause. Yeah. Pause the podcast. Why? For 17 minutes. No, don't do that. <laughs> and then come back to the podcast, replay it, and blame it on me. Be like, fucking Donald, man. Fuck you wasted God. my time today. No. Donald, get- I love you. And uh, it's I the last uh, show of the year. I'm sad for that because 2022 has been fucking amazing, dude. It has. And what a great to, year. Did you say hi to Carmen, who's uh, Joelle's new associate producer? What up, Carmen? Hello. How are you doing? Nice Chilling. to meet you. Audience, this is Carmen. I was about to say, didn't we meet before? No, you met her on a call with Will, but she has not joined the podcast as Joelle's associate producer. Joelle is training her to be the Joelle of the future. <laughs> Joelle, what are you doing? You going over to the Bangs that's podcast? That's what I said. Leave me. That's what? What? You going to the Bangs I podcast? I would never I said, leave Joelle, you. Joelle, you trying to tiptoe out of here? I would never leave you. Do yeah. not. Joelle, that's we, only have, we only have famous two and a half seasons left. Famous last words. Famous Joelle, last words. we only words. have two and a half seasons left of this oh incarnation. God. You better not try and leave us. I'm not going anywhere. Right <laughs> here. But Vegas. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Vegas. We got a field trip. Holy shit, we're going to Vegas. We're going. What are we speaking at, Joel? C. What's it called? C. Daniel, he, you know what that is. CFO. He calls it a CSA. B2B is what Will called it. A business to business thing. You guys are to talk to a bunch. No, of but I know. But what's that famous conference in Vegas, Daniel? You'll know. Oh, CES. It's CES. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! If you're going to CES, come see me and Donald talk something related. iHeart. We don't know. We just got a free trip to <laughs> Vegas. 
Yo, not only is it a free trip to Vegas, it's a night in Vegas, baby. Yes. A night in Vegas. We got to see a show. Well, like, I want to see something. We got to see something. I, I know that's I, what you, I know you want to see some magic, but isn't is it like Britney still in Vegas or some shit like that? I think I Britney's think residency is over, but Usher's is still up. You see Usher get on some skates. He's I want to like see him. I want to see him do that. On stage. With, I want to see him do the thing with the eyes, with his fingers and eyes. There's Adele, right? What other residencies I'll go see Adele, too. I'll see it all. I'm trying to see some magic. Okay, that's what's up. You want to see some shit? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, though. Are you trying to see, like, the prestige magic? Or are you trying to see, like, I have pick a card, any card? Um, well, I think the the show wouldn't be card magic. It would probably be larger scale magic. Like I'd love David to see Blaine it. is there. David Blaine, David Copperfield, Penn and Teller. I better there. And I just love some magic. And I've never seen it's been yeah, so long. But it wasn't since I, it's been since I was a child. I was a child that I saw like a big magic magic show. show? Mm-hmm. magic sounds fun. Casey's coming, and I know she's going to try and like get us to go to Adele or like. Some Cirque du Soleil bullshit. No, she was talking that. about, she's trying to get us, she was like, I want to take y'all to OGs. I was like, what? OGs? That's a gentleman's club. We're not going to that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my wife said she wants to take us, so we uh, should well, go, Well, you right? and your wife can go have a little couple's <laughs> Wait, a night at OGs. you're not going to come with us? No, no, you yeah. guys go have a little couple's <laughs> night at OGs. Hey, listen, I got to tell you. I they've got great food. I wanted to tell you um, that uh, I actually do want to see O, the water Cirque du Soleil show. I heard is fire. No pun intended. Have heard about that. Wait a second. The water show is fire? It doesn't make sense. I know. But it's it's, I've I've been told for years that if you see one of those Cirque du Soleil shows, the the one where they're diving and doing all this crazy shit in water is the one to see. Okay. Well, look, I want to put something out there because – I don't usually I just want to do play this. some blackjack with you, dude. That's what I really I want to do that too. I want to do that too, but I want to put something out there because the odds on this happening are very slim. And since we've been talking about Vegas, I'm like, well, maybe now's the time. Dear NBA, All-Star Weekend is coming up. Okay. You used to call me all the time you to play in your call celebrity. Me on my cell phone. <laughs> dun, dun. Late night when you need, need my love. Right. Y'all don't call no more. You don't call Donald no more. Y'all guys. used to call me for the celebrity game. I'm an old man now. You don't want to play and I, that. You can't keep up with your knees in that game, can you? Listen, my son plays basketball now, yeah. and I, I cannot. You're right. I cannot keep up. But if put in that game, I will train like Rocky yeah. in Rocky. What is it? 20 before before creed took over by the way this is probably not the best avenue aren't you newly friends with the owner of the boston celtics i am newly friends with the owner of the boston celtics i feel like he could probably help you better than a random person listening to the podcast i think listen i think wick could help in a lot of ways but wick has things on his plate right now, like a championship. He's trying to win one of those this year. I know, but I bet you if, if or they next said, year. Uh, Mr. Wick, we have Donald Faison on the line, he would say, put him through. Do you want to practice test- with me? I'll, I'll be I'll I, be Mr. Wick. I want to test that. Hold on. All right, go. Um, is his name Wick? His first name is Wick? His first name is Wick. I'm going to get his phone number up right now. Let's see if he picks up. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. This is the bravest thing I've ever done. Here we oh, go. Yeah. Good. You better tell him he's live on the podcast. I am. 
Donald John with Amelia too. How are you, man? Hey, Wick, Amelia, it's Donald Faison. Listen, I'm calling you live from my podcast. I've got Zach Braff, Daniel Goodman, and Joel Monique on with me. This is a random call. I was gonna just call to see if you'd pick up, and you did. How's it going? Are we on right now, Donald? You are on right now. Could you just fill me in? Who is this Zach Braff guy? Oh man. <laughs> Oh man! man. Listen, listen. We encourage. He can't hear you. He can't hear you. Would you okay, say? Okay, listen, sir. I don't know if you can hear me because Donald's not very tech savvy. But we are encouraging him to follow his dreams, and he has a big dream that I bet you can make come true. And Donald will now tell you what it is. Go ahead, Donald. Okay. Are you ready? So the NBA has uh, that. Sol- like to, can we guess what the dream is? <laughs> no, it's not what you think it is. It's not what you want to guess. You can guess. No, 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 no. Just tell me your dream. All right. Tell me. So look, I've got to believe it's, uh, you know, it's a one day contract for the Celtics, hopefully in the playoffs. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. How'd you know? You got it. You got it. <laughs> All right. Come you on, Donald. Come on. Okay. So no. Drive. Always be closing. Always be closing. All right. So the dream is that I would play in the celebrity all-star game. This like year, you used to. like you used to, like I used to when I was a young man, but this time I'd play as an old man. Well, how are you gonna? <laughs> well, the, uh, the, your acting chops can cover old man, that's fine. Um, let's, I'll tell you what, I think it'd be great, it'd be great for the uh, the show project we're working on too. Why don't we get on the phone with uh, Adam Silver right after this? If you get Adam Silver on our podcast right now, I'll lose my no, mind. No, not on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hit Adam with the podcast, but I, I'll tell you what. I think we can. Uh, I think we have a good shot at this. That would be yes, Donald. Let's make this happen. Tell him you'll call him right after the show. Can we put Zach on the other team and then just see who wins. No, say I say Zach can't Zach play. Can't play. Zach can't play basketball. But but he's, but Zach just wants his dreams to come true. He just wants my dreams to come true. Is what he's saying. <laughs> Zach will be on the court side. He'll hold up a ten the whole time. But he'll ten. be there. Ten. He'll be there. He'll yeah, be there. Right. No, 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 no. Get off the phone. You got a yes. Idea. Get off the phone. I, I, this is an amazing idea. All right, we'll make it happen. Always get out when you get a yes. All right. You, Donald. Yeah, you and Casey are the bomb. Yeah. You guys, it was really fun hanging out with you guys. And thank you for having and hosting Zach, I love us. You. Zach, I love you. All right, tell them you're going to call them right All after. Right, I got to go. They're kicking me. They're, they're, they're hounding. Sorry, guys. Tell everybody who won the game. The Celtics won the game. Okay. When you get a yes, hang up, everybody. This is a lesson. When you get a yes, hang up. All right. I got to go. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for picking up and thank you for being on Fake Doctors Real Friends. Later. Wow. Holy shit! Yes, dude. Yes. Yeah. Merry Christmas to us all. And he did it. Didn't that even need the awesome. whiteboard. Just made it happen. That was yeah. awesome. That was a lesson in facing your fears and making shit happen. Wow. Holy wow. cow, man. That's... You're okay, calling so Adam Amelia, Silver. So Wick, Grusbeck, and Amelia Fazalari, the two of them just made my dreams come true. Boom. Well, you're, it sounds like when you get off the podcast, you're going to call um, the the head of the NBA, right? Adam Silver is yeah. on my is on my list to call. Listen, next. that was a lesson, everyone. The second you get a yes, get the fuck off the phone because you're <laughs> only going to fuck shit up after that. Donald's going to say something stupid. No, he, you got a yes. Let's call Adam Silver after this. Okay, sir. Thank you so much. I'll call you back. I got to go. You're off. But this is all great for the show that I'm doing, man. Like. He's right, man. The show revolves around a family that is in the NBA. And, well, you need uh, to start training those knees, bro. 
You're absolutely right. That's why I'm in the gym every day right now. Think how stoked your kid would be if he got to see you play in that. Think how stoked my kid would be if he saw me freaking standing next to LeBron James or even better, Steph Curry. Yeah. Facts. My kid would look at me like I was a freaking golden shrine. (laughs) Like a a statue. It's so exciting. That was so exciting. That was live manifestation. Literally. Well... You know, Wick Wick has the money to make dreams come true. Let's <laughs> well, no. I mean, more, most importantly, you like, you, and this goes for everybody. You know, obviously, Donald had access to a to a very high up person, but if you, sometimes if you have a goal you're working towards, you brainstorm and go, "Who do I know that could possibly know someone that might know someone that could make that work?" Even it doesn't have to be on the level of the NBA; it could be in your own life. And then it's just about having the 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 courage to make that call. And and you got to make the call. If you if you wimp out and don't make the call, then you'll never know. But if you if the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to get a no. But you got to do it, right? That's amazing. I can't Amen. believe they picked up and they were like, "Yeah, we can make this work." Beautiful. Yeah. I'm wow. glad you got the phone because you could have said something like, "Everybody likes a little ass play." Yeah, and that would have. <laughs> <laughs> have I ever said anything like that to embarrass? I've said a couple of things to embarrass you in meetings before. I know I have, but no. Have but I, I went was- to a really fun Christmas party with lots of famous people, and you know, you and I always mess up around famous people. And yeah. I I stuck the landing. I did not say anything embarrassing to anybody. Well, nice. good for you. When was this Christmas party? The first and- step was not drinking too much. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. When was said Christmas party, and why it, didn't you take me as your plus Well, because one? I went with Bill Lawrence. I don't know if you've heard of him. And oh, yeah. Okay. It was uh, 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 Conan O'Brien's Christmas party. Oh. Wow. And it was wow. really cool, you guys. There were so many fun, hilarious, awesome people there. And it was it a was blast. It was really, really cool. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, that sounds really like fun. a lot of fun. I'm so glad I got the uh, invitation, Conan. Well, I, I, I didn't, I didn't directly get the Conan invite. Although I made a joke to him, I said, "Is this my audition year? Because I would really love to be invited next year." Like I know I'm Bill's <laughs> plus one. <laughs> he said I could come whenever I want. But by the way, I ran into Elizabeth Banks. By the way, who oh. um, definitely wants to come on the podcast, and we yes. were laughing and telling so many stories. And she is like, "Hey, I know it's going to come on that time, but the dates got messed up. But like, please have me on." So she's down. Awesome. Circle back. Be, yes. You know I love me some Elizabeth Banks. You know what else I wrote, ran into that I bet would come on the podcast because he's such a nice guy and super mm. cool is Joel Ryan McHale. Reynolds. No, Joel McHale. Oh. oh. I love Joel. Joel is yeah. great. Everybody loves Joel. And uh, I just feel like, you know, he, he lived that single camera comedy life. He could mm. come chat with us about, about that life. He was on a hit little show called Community, wasn't he? Yeah. It was. Yeah. And he's a really nice dude. Oh, he's a great dude. I've done – I've actually – Played basketball on the same team as Joel McHale. We've done quite a few uh, game shows together. Uh, you know. The person I was most psyched to see, and I met a lot of famous people, including Michael Keaton. Oh, shit. Whoa, Batman? shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. fuck. The person I was most psyched to talk to, though, to be honest, was Bill Hader, because That's I fair. love Barry. So good. And I haven't seen Bill Hader since I once was lucky enough to, to host SNL, but I haven't seen him since and i got to give him all the love because i think he is a masterful filmmaker barry is so incredibly directed uh, often by him and so i got to give him all the love that's amazing Um, all right should we talk about show scrubs um before we count in i just want to say um if you haven't seen my trailer it dropped Mm. um please check it out uh there's been it's so fun it dropped today we're recording on thursday it dropped today 
but it's just been so fun um, reading all the comments and, and all the love in in, in people are, are sending about the trailer. And I just, if you haven't seen it, uh, go check it out either on my Insta or on YouTube or wherever you watch trailers. It's I'm 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 really really proud of it. You know, today is a magical day, dude. Your trailer dropped 50, uh, ten years ago today. I was married in your backyard with yep. uh, to my lovely wife, yep. uh, Casey Cobb. You know, today is the 15th of December, man. Mark it down on your calendars. Magical, magical things happen. <laughs> yeah. On the it's really fun, though. It's December. so vulnerable to put yourself out there like that, you know? It's, but uh, that's how you do it, though, man. You got to do it. This is your art, man. Your art f- must be freaking expressed and it must be heard and seen. Yes. And as Brene Brown tells us, we must dare greatly and put our work out there and, mm-hmm. uh, and be brave. That's right. Yes. So my, it must my, my therapist it, told me to watch Bre- uh, Brene Brown's Netflix special before I launched my trailer, but I, I haven't. <laughs> I think I'm going to get in the field position and watch it tonight. <laughs> Yo, dude, look, man, you're an so artist, good. okay? And you have a freaking gift and you have a voice and it needs to be heard. Thank you. You know what I mean? And I so I'm so proud of you and congratulations. And Thank you. I can't wait for everybody to see this movie. And it oh, looks really good, man. Holy Thank you. shit. Yeah, can we talk about of, the trailer? Yeah, please talk about it. First of all, I'm gonna cry. I'm just it yeah, was it was no, already happening here's... while I was watching it. There Tears were a lot of funny out. comments that were like, "Why am I crying in a trailer?" And I, which I love. <laughs> crying immediately. I also, you know, we had talked so much about Florence and Morgan and Morgan Freeman being in it. I forgot that Molly Shannon was in it as well. Yeah, when she shows up. Oh. She's so great. She that last up. moment. Oh my get god! Get out! She's so, so funny. Funny. So thank fun. you. You know, it's funny. A bit of trivia for Scrubs fans is that the very first episode I and, and a lot, some of you will know this, but the very first episode I ever directed of Scrubs was Molly was the guest star. It was the one where she was the ambulance driver, mm-hmm. and um, and it was kind of the moment that I learned that oh my goodness, Molly Shannon is not only the hysterical woman we know from SNL, but she's got dramatic chops, right? Mm. If you remember, I think I told the story when we got to that episode that there was this end shot. I didn't want to cut off of her. Bill was like, oh, should we should we cut to some coverage? And I was like, no, just keep it on the shot. Look what a good, look at this performance Molly Shannon's giving. And and so that was so many years ago. And now I was able to to um, call her and ask her to be in, in the film. And she's just she's just incredible and the most amazing human. Yeah, you know, I can't she's, wait to see this. Same. She's starting to be recognized as an amazing actress, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You say her name now, and people are like, oh, she's really good. I you know. know? Yeah. But she's but, not, but, just, a, but she's not till, just a superstar girl Wait till girl people anymore. see, Donald. You've seen the movie. Wait I've seen people yeah, see. Yeah, no, she's amazing, dude. She's amazing. She's amazing. And, and, and that's really interesting. You know, that's another thing that I love. It's like you find people that you just would never expect these type of performances from, and then you get this, and then you get what you get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't expect this from Molly. You know what I mean? Jim Parsons was, look, man, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Jim, I love you, and I'm very happy that your career is taking off and everything like that, but my boy found you. <laughs> I did discover Jim Parsons. I do, I do want full credit for Jim Parsons. My boy found you, buddy. <laughs> In Garden State. You are a millionaire now. Shout but, out, Zach Braff. Um, uh, <laughs> I want to say that um, for those of you, some people have commented that that uh, the legendary Jackie Hoffman in the trailer is the woman who's screaming about oh, yeah. uh, the, the guy fuck being boy. a fuckboy. <laughs> yeah. and, and she is, uh, not only is she just a n- n- legendary New York and theater um, comedian and actress, 
but she's the woman in Garden State who makes me the shirt. She's the one who says, will you try on the shirt in case we don't oh gosh, see you for another nine years? <laughs> The great. best part is when she came to do her cameo in the movie, I said, I'm so happy you're doing this because it's sort of like a little Easter egg for Garden State fans. And she goes, yeah, maybe maybe next time don't wait 17 years to call me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing right. in the trailer. All right, please watch the trailer, guys. Uh, it's called The Good Person. And here we go. Five, six, seven, eight. Some stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, he's got stories that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about this episode. Yeah, let's get into it. Because at first I was like, what the hell is this? Well, I think it's an important episode. It might not be the funniest episode, but it really does boil down to one of the main themes that I thought Scrubs was getting at that the world is just now really talking about openly, which is gender and and masculinity, right, Joelle? Yes. Yes, 100%. I mean, this theme of this is, is what does it mean to be a man? And this is a 2007, was it? Mm-hmm. A point of view. Um, and That's and, not and, that far away. But JD is wrestling with the other men telling him that he's not manly enough and, and that he's going to Cox is telling him that he's going to not be a, a, a good enough role model to his son because he's not the alpha male, you, you, you know, it's not even of, alpha male. He's just not freaking, he's not doing with, he's not following the pack. You know what I mean? And doing what the pack wants, wants, you know, if, 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 if we are talking alpha at this point, Turk is the alpha in the hospital and is running the hospital. And Cox. The, you, well, Cox, not so much. Cox is shown that as tough as you may be, it's easy to take down. You know, you 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 can walk around and be all puffy chest all you want, but I got your number. You know, somebody has your number eventually. You know what I mean? You're gonna get you're gonna get taken down eventually. Yeah. So Cox, at the end of it, isn't throughout the episode. The janitor really is the alpha because he's the one that's freaking dictating what's going on in the hospital. But yeah. Turk, with his wrestling and fighting with everybody, you know, and JD with his, you know, it's not, he's just, I wouldn't say alpha. I, I wouldn't say alpha. I could, at the end of it all, we learned that you don't need to be an alpha male. You don't need to be this freaking. No, that's the lesson it teaches. But I'm saying what the episode is talking about at a time before people were openly talking about um, gender and gender norms and the, and toxic masculinity, quote unquote. Um, I think this show in and of itself with our relationship was talking about um, 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 masculinity and what it, and what it, what it's supposed to be. And I think one of the things that was groundbreaking about the show people have told us over the years was they saw that you didn't have to be those, those archetypes. You know, mm-hmm. I've spoken about this. You know, we were in in my school. If you weren't jockey and and uh, and and I don't know what, what's the word, Joel. Um, preppy, maybe. What? No, not preppy. Not, hanging with those kids? No. Not, not preppy. preppy is preppy is just the way you dress. But I, I just if you weren't, I I don't know. I just I just think that we're seven years into this show, and 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 Bill's finally taking it head on, talking about like what is masculinity and what does it mean, and and what and and aren't there different types of men who who and isn't it okay to be the kind of whatever kind of man yeah, you are that you are yeah yeah 
I agree. I think that is the tone of the show. All right, written by uh, the lovely Angela Nissel and directed by uh, Michael McDonald. Mike McDonald, who uh, who is not only the director of the episode but in the episode uh, as the husband of the angry uh, patient because JD um, is just <laughs> she has a cold and she wants a pelvic exam. She really mm-hmm. wants JD to sans bring gloves. It. She wants is... JD to into her enter her without she... without. Without protection is what yeah. she's asking. <laughs> she's asking JD to um, enter In, insert, her. Yeah, it, yes. And In, um, and 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 he goes, no, it's uh, it's not normal for to do that for a cold. <laughs> but anyway, she's trying. And then to have she sex wants him to. She wants him to get rough. He's like, I'm right. going to go through you. And, and we learn like, later that JD has to scratch her. Um, in order because, to in order to get away. Yeah. Because we learn that he's not necessarily a good fighter, and the technique he uses with this patient is scratching her. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that on camera, though. That would have yeah. been funny if she's grabbing on him, and finally she goes, ah, like arches her back. Yeah. Ah! That would have been funny. standing there with his, with his one nail. <laughs> so Turk, who's Mr. Macho, alpha male jock, stereotypic surgeon guy has gotten into what's called remote wrestling. That's when all the docs are remote fighting fight over club. whoever, remote, all the docs yeah. are fighting over who has control of the remote in the break room. And the Todd is dressed appropriately. The Todd says, I got next. And when we cut back to him, he's in a banana hammock, ready to and, go. Yes, very ready to go. <laughs> yeah. That shit jiggled again, dude. It yes. jiggles every time. It, it, it jiggles it, every time. Yeah, it's not like made of normal penis material. It's made out of like jello. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> that shit moves. You know those like wiggle worms we had as a kid? It was like a plastic uh, thing filled with like gel. Yeah. It's like that. It just, no matter what. He didn't even jump up and down. He didn't even no. like shake. That thing it just, he, on goes, its own. he goes, I got next. And that thing goes, jiggle, jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> I like to jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> My money don't jiggle, jiggle. Yeah. Anyway. His penis, his penis jiggle, jiggles. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so Kelso tells the janitor that nobody cares what he thinks. And that really upsets him. And, and he decides. Um, understandably, yes. like, because that's so insulting. And he get, gathers some members of the brain trust, notably Doug and Todd, and says, we're going to do a, a newsletter to Called prove. the janitorial. Yeah, to prove that it matters what I think. And he's like, but we need an investigative reporter, somebody who no one knows is ever around, like could be sitting under their nose and not know that they're there. And he looks over (laughs) and he's like, oh, hey, Ted, you been there long? He's like, no. And Ted's like, no, I've I've been, you remember I was sitting in that chair and you told me to get up and move? And no, I think he sat on him at first. Right, he goes, and you sat, on, you sat on me and then you got up and you were like, hey, you got to move and you put me in this chair. And then, hey, janitor, because the janitor's forgotten that Ted's there again. <laughs> yeah. He goes, hey, janitor. And the janitor turns to him and goes, oh, hey, Ted. Yeah, the janitor, poor Ted. Nobody poor even notices Ted. him. Nobody notices him around ever. Yeah. And then when they do, they forget that he's around. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. But now everybody in the hospital is going to know that Turk doesn't have a nut because of that. Well, don't spoiler alert. The oh, did I go too far? Did I go yeah. too far? And we're going to talk about your nut because it's one of the most bizarre fantasies in Scrubs history. And um, my nut, fan- the nut fantasies, the Turk nut fantasies get crazy, man. This, this isn't the only one. This it'll isn't get, your it'll only get nut fantasy. 
Yeah, it'll but, be crazier. Uh, you as a as a plant that wants to kill me, grown out of a testicle. <laughs> I don't know what an NFT is, but if that's one, I'd like to buy it. It's uh, it's magical, dude. dude <laughs> you go. The conditions. This the scene starts off. The conditions are just right. I, we must not go there yet. We're getting there. You jumped ahead. All right, so Elliot goes us into the men's bathroom uh, where there's all this graffiti, and she sees in the stall that her butt has a rating of 9.2, which she assumes is out of 10. And um, But she was a- like, well, she goes 9.2. She goes, whoo! Thank goodness this hospital's full of white guys. Yes, because uh, <laughs> implying that uh, African-American men would not give that butt a 9.2. No. Because it's flat. Yes. <laughs> um, I thought I thought she has a nice tushy, but again, I am a I am a white guy. Um, I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I might give it a a nine point five even. <laughs> but uh, the, um, Kelso will soon ruin that for her and say, "Hey, just so you know, that's out of a hundred. So Kelso is being forced out of the hospital, and. We're to believe early on that he's on the phone complaining about it to Enid. And he tells Elliot to keep it a secret and not let anybody know that he's, you know, what's going on with him and how he doesn't want to be forced out and how he's, and and this is what's happening. Right. And immediately when Elliot says to Kelso, I promise you, your secret's safe with me. Carla who loves secrets. Yes, obsessed. She needs and to know. Can't keep secrets. She needs to know the tea. Isn't that what the kids say, Joelle? Yeah. The tea. She, she's like, the tea has been poured. <laughs> when can I get a sip? At tea time. <laughs> yeah. Everybody agrees. Yep. So she needs to hear the tea. Carla cannot, Carla's one of those people, if there is gossip and she has not been told, she can't function. She's like, no. she, like she, I don't know if you know people like this in your life, but like, if there's a secret and they're not in on it, they, they, their day shuts down. They're like, I need to know. I need to know. I need to and know. And they will do anything and everything to find out. Yeah. So um, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought that's what Carla was doing the whole time when she was with the whole, uh, when we get into the show, Elliot's patient. I thought Carla was being sympathetic to Elliot to try and trick her into telling her what Kelso told her. But right. I, it's real talk, man. Elliot's great at keeping secrets. Yes, she held it together. She held it now, together the whole way. JD um, wants to show his child West Side Story. This is supposed to be uh, treated as like, oh, that's not mannish. Right. And uh, uh, Cox is making fun of him and holding his child and saying, here, I want you to see how effeminate, I guess, your yeah. father is. and. And then, um, and then, of course, it sounds Tur- like this kind. This this storyline kind of upsets you a little bit. It sounds um, like it. It doesn't upset me, but it, it taps into um, you know my real life as a high school kid. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 you know, I didn't play sports at all. Um, I was into the theater. I was into musicals. I was my, my bar mitzvah theme was musicals, mm-hmm. as you know. Uh, Lauren Hill attended. We've spoken about this. <laughs> Let's hear it for the boy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I was a class clown, so I, I, I made people laugh and I made friends. But there was, you know, at the time, as we all know, uh, if you were of a certain age, you were called gay, and that was meant to be derogatory. Like, oh, you're so gay. You're such a pussy. You know, all these, all, all this sort of uh, bullying that was related to not being um, 
mannish enough. So I totally obviously relate to uh to that. Right on. Yeah, you know, I did play sports in high school, but I went to a high school with a bunch of actors and stuff like that. Yeah, so you know, your story doesn't count learn. because you went to like the like one of the preeminent acting schools in Manhattan. That's doesn't that's not you didn't experience like that public school Jersey life. No, I did not. <laughs> I wish I I'd gone not. to your school. You would have been a, you would have been probably one of the most popular kids in school if you might. Well, what would happen is I would go to theater camp and it was like, oh, <laughs> because like I was, I was straight. Well, I and so, when you told me so that. many, so many of the young uh, boys already knew they were gay and, 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 and you were cool if you were good and I was pretty good. And so it was like, right as you're going through puberty, like half the boys at the camp are taken out of contention because they already know they're gay. And you're just, I was like fucking Fonzie at this place. <laughs> I remember when you told me for the first time, dude, no, I went to theater camp. And I was like, that's a thing? There's actually yeah. a thing called theater camp? And you're oh. like, yeah, I went to Shakespeare camp too. I was like, there's a fucking Shakespeare camp? I didn't camp? go to Shakespeare camp, but I, but I went to theater camp at Stage Door Manor and I, and I would sob when I left. It was like, I didn't want to leave. It was heaven. So it was like someone showed me Utopia and they were like, okay, um, that's six weeks. Uh, it's up. We're going to go back to public school in Jersey. And I, I wish like, I would have no. known that growing up. I wish I would have known about this growing up. That would have been my jam. It was heaven. I would have loved that shit. Are you it kidding? It was heaven. All day long, you perform and hang out with kids mm -hmm. that are like you, especially if you're a kid that, that, you know, that didn't really fully fit in. I just didn't, never felt like my, like, I was like, where's my, you know, I had a posse. I had friends. I, you know, I, I, I just never really, I just always felt different. And then I went and found theater kids and I was like, and, and I, I should mention that I didn't really do theater in high school because I was like so many kids obsessed with, um, the way that I looked and I didn't want to be, I, I wanted to try and fit in and be cool. And, and I was just doing all this stuff that wasn't me. You know, um, I watched like Glee when I was, you know, when, when it first started and I was like, Oh, I would have loved to have been like with these kids, you know? Right. Unfortunately that shit doesn't exist like that, man. Glee ain't, Glee is a fantasy. Well, I boy. think in some schools they're, they're, that listen, shit's a no, I, I disagree. I think in some schools, depending on the school, there is a, a healthy and, and acceptance of, of being a theater kid and being a singer and being uh, and, and there's community there. Um, and I probably could have found it myself, but I, w I was too obsessed with trying to fit in and look cool and 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 hang out with the jocks and hang out. I'm with the saying cool kids. that shit is a fantasy. Ain't nobody fucking singing down the hallways, fucking talking about. Disagree. Somebody said you got a new friend. Just because the jazz fucking... club after school hours, we were in the hallway dancing, singing. Listen, no. listen, nerdy as hell. Fame. Y'all can say what y'all want to say, but fame, glee. You went all to of these an acting. Shows. You went to an acting school. There weren't kids. Nobody danced on a goddamn table with a boot jukebox no. with a boom box talking about <laughs> i'm gonna live forever that shit didn't happen well i'm not talking about the heightened version i'm talking about a reality version right that's what i'm saying glee thing all right so the janitorial uh is the newspaper that they make and um and uh, it, they they reveal that it's a try daily. <laughs> I don't know how any of these people are going to get any work done. I mean, we know that I don't know how much work Todd is doing. I mean, he's supposed to be one of the top surgeons at the hospital, although he well, never seems to be doing surgery. This whole episode has moments where you're like, these guys are doctors. 
Well, uh, first of all, when is Doug doing any of his mor- morgue duties? Because <laughs> he, not only is he working for a tri-daily newspaper at the hospital, but, but he's we learned, hiding. We learned that he hangs out underneath the nurses' station because he's developed he, a foot fetish from doing all from tying all the toe tags on the dead bodies. He's developed a foot fetish. That is disgusting. <laughs> that is Very some trippy disturbing. shit, <laughs> Doug. Yeah, he's got to shake it up. He's tired of all the cold, dead feet, so he's looking for some live feet. So what is this? Okay, so what does this mean? What is he doing <laughs> in the morgue with cold, dead feet? Mm. Well, I don't think that it's not implied that he does anything appropriate. He's just developed a fondness for them. Mm. By the way, I got a I got a guy in my life, and you met him. Uh, we're not going to out him because um, you know to each their own. But he's genuinely a, a real foot fetish guy. Like he he could be with. He could be with someone solely because of their toes and loving their toes. Okay. Yeah, I wish that's how. I wish that's how deep it got for me. I wish that's how deep it got. <laughs> but isn't there, I never saw. I don't think I saw that movie. But isn't there an Eddie Murphy movie where where he's can't be with someone because she has bad feet? Yeah, that's Boomerang. You've never watched Boomerang. I dude? never saw Boomerang. No. Oh, classic. you gotta watch Boomerang. It's a classic, dude. But I do. It's I remember seeing. The, I remember seeing the scene where like the, her her feet got he goes, revealed. How how somebody that fine. Got hammer time in her shoes. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's take a break. We're gonna take a break, and we come back. We are gonna talk about more of the television show Scrubs, one of the greatest pieces of television history. We'll be right back after. Wait, what do you want to say, Donald? Eat these balls, Zach. We'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval to Terms apply. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. And we're back. Fuck your sound effects machine. Hold on, I want 
want to give you the other. Uh, I want to give you some of these jazz hits. Something that people that people haven't heard in a while. Let me hear it. You know, because you know they like this one. And we're back. This one's <laughs> That's what labeled. Sounds like to me. This one's labeled hard riff. And we're back. Wow. This one's labeled scratch. That one doesn't Can you imagine someone went into work at like at, 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 at his name is Daniel. His name is Daniel. No, someone went. These aren't Daniels. This came oh. with this mixer. Someone was like, "Hey, Jim, we need uh, we need you to come up with something called hard riff today, and uh, we're gonna put it in the machine. It's gonna come with the machine." He's like, "Am I gonna get rights to to hard riff? No, 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 no. Jim, you're gonna sign away hard riff, and it's gonna be a part of the machine." Dude, fucking yeah, nailed it. That that sounds about it. He nailed it. <laughs> oh, Jim. He nailed the "and we're back" music very well. And we're back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so or- Turk and JD are are proud of their friendship because they made the front page of the janitorial. It's a hit. The janitorial's a hit, and everyone in the hospital's reading it. And Turk and JD made the front page, uh, and they're like, "Our best friend." Our best friendism is the best thing in the hospital. So yeah, we make the front of the paper, and um, and and we're so stoked because we're proud. But but again, Cox returns to saying, "Oh, you're proud that you got your ass whooped? Like you know, how aren't you embarrassed?" Yeah, but then something comes up where JD is now he he's named people by. Is it how they make him feel or anything? Because thanks, herpes. Oh, he's a guy silver bullet for everybody in the hospital. For Cox, yeah. he's like, oh, it's too bad. Uh, not everyone's got a dad like you who's a borderline alcoholic. And Cox, like, walks off in a huff. And then the nurse is like, oh, you got him. And he's like, thanks, herpes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got one, he's got one locked and he's loaded He's got one locked and loaded for everyone. That's it's like it. a stand-up comedian that has, like, uh, like um, ways to deal with hecklers, um, you know, mm-hmm. locked and loaded. I saw the funniest thing. I'm sorry I don't remember the stand-up's name. But he said to a heckler, he goes, there's nothing you can say to me. I haven't said to myself seven inches from a mirror. I've <laughs> 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 seen that guy. That was funny. That was funny. <sighs> yeah, some people are losing their mind. No, some people are actually getting up on the stage. Hecklers are... It's a, God, by the way, it's being a, a stand-up comedian, that's a tough racket. It was always a tough racket, but nowadays... Now it's, it's like it's, ridiculous. No, Everybody, it's crazy. Holy cow. I've you, need like a taser. So many, you need to have like a taser on your, on your belt. There's so many people who are standing up in front of comedians like, what the fuck did you come to the comedy club for? Yo, like, what was you doing there? Like, what did you show up for? And then other people, like, one, 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 I saw one, now this is some bullshit, where the audience members said... Your jokes sound like you're a Democrat. Like, what the fuck are we talking okay, about here, dude? All right, okay. Like, holy shit, dude. Like, that's where it's going. That's yeah. where comedy is that's now. That's a tough racket. That's that a tough is a racket. tough racket. Like, all, to all my stand up com- comedian friends out there, I freaking adore your uh your resilience, man. Like that, you are that is tenacious. To be able to go up on stage and bomb consistently and then eventually get a laugh or two here and there and then eventually all of a sudden have a dynamite set to start from the bottom and get to that that's a long fucking journey man and you got to have tough skin to do it 
It's so impressive. I, I've never done it, and I admire so many people who, who do it. Yeah. Um, Elliot reveals to Carla that she had a dream where she banged Kelso, and he was half dolphin. <laughs> yes, half? which half, though? And Carla asks, which half? <laughs> I'm, hoping, I'm hoping the bottom half. Well, how would she ban Kelso with the bottom half? There's, t- it's too. Don't dolphins I, have penises? Yeah, they do. They must come out, right? Joelle, can you Google that? How does the oh, dolphin? Joelle's, Joelle's browser's. Yeah, I'm sure that the jo- dolphin has one of those things that comes out of the bottom and in some gross way. Yeah, because it would be weird if, if if they were having sex and she was like, "Do you like it?" And he's like, "All right." I love Ellie's twisted dreams. That's the top half. That's if the top half is dolphin. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it's probably funnier if you were to go to the fantasy that you obviously couldn't go to on on primetime TV if if it was the head part that was there. (laughs) (laughs) But how would you know it was Kelso if it was the bottom part? That's what I'm saying. The bottom part would have to be dolphin in the head. Yeah, I think for the joke, it would have to be Kelso's top with a dolphin body. Right, Joelle, had, Joelle, any any news on the how the penis comes out of the dolphin? It it just comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it does its thing, and it's there. It is. Is there a video? I was looking at photos. I did no. not. I did not no, search don't video. Do that. Have you ever seen the video of the turtles banking? By the way, you gotta if you, if you're listening, audience. I normally don't want you to pause the show, but you can pause the show for two things, to go watch my trailer for a good person on YouTube. But also, there's these really funny videos of turtles having sex, and they make a noise that sounds a lot like wow oh, yeah. when they're when they're when they're when they're when they're fucking and so there's these hilarious videos where they I love that. They like they're like fucking and he's going wow 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 it's amazing. I love that you were trying to figure out a PC way to say fucking, and then you were like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna say fucking." Yeah, you're I'm like, just say fucking. They, they were, they were fucking. But, when but audience, <laughs> but audience, please look up turtles fucking saying wow. You're welcome. <laughs> that sounds like a strand of weed. Turtles fucking saying wow. I'm yeah, Donald would shit. smoke the shit out of that. I would that. smoke that shit. Um. Now, here's one of the favorite. Uh, we learned that J.D. got beat up in college, and he's missing large chunks of that school year. Right. And um, Well, he got, he got beat up. His, 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 uh, his strategy was to catch the person's fist in his face over and over again. Yeah, not a good, not a good technique. And his logic is he only had one fractured skull. But that guy had two fractured knuckles. Yeah, so at the end of the sense. day, that must have hurt. JD, JD won the fight. JD, um, you know, he wants to be a good role model for um, for Sam and and Turk um, and JD have, have made this pact that Turk is going to teach um, Sam his son about sports and stuff, and then JD is going to quote be in charge of Izzy's emotional crap, right? <laughs> So this is another like commentary on like, look, I'm a tough guy and I'm gonna do the sports stuff. Right, and I'm gonna teach you sports. You're like not a tough guy. You deal with the emotional shit. You gotta teach the you gotta teach the soft shit. You're right. And then there's a line that's very famous and beloved in Scrubs. Lots of this uh, is one of my fa- this is actually one of my favorite lines. Also, though. this is a very popular meme that I've seen. But this is actually but when you put it together. This sums up our relationship in real life. Not only in real life and in and in the show. 
Well, uh, the lines are, Turk, we're not married. And Turk says, dude, we're a little married. And I say, I know, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we are a little married. We're in a thruple. We are in a thruple. In real life. Yeah. In real life, we are I don't a get any of the benefits other than the friendship, but we're in a thruple. That's benefit. That is a benefit. No, I love it. Yeah. No, I love it. No, I love I, it. I, I fucking love it. No, I really love it. <laughs> no, I love it. See, that's the thing, though. Whenever you're single, the thruple is, it goes strong. But when you're not the single. The thruple thrives? The thruple the thrives? The thruple thrives when you're single. But when you're not yeah. single, when you're in a relationship, the thruple's put on hold. I kind of like it when you're single. I'm well, not going to lie. I, uh, the thruple's thriving. I went, I want you to know I got your daughter some beautiful earrings for Christmas. Oh, boy. Oh, she's, my, she's my goddaughter. I got to take care of my goddaughter. I know, but listen, dude, man, she's seven years old. Don't get they're it that little. heavy they're shit. They're not like, not like don't get it that like, heavy shit. They're yet. not like big hoops. <laughs> <laughs> right, don't get it that heavy shit yet, because I want her ears to look this like. This was on advice from your wife. I said, "What do I get her?" She said, "Just get her some simple earrings." But you know, I didn't go simple. I did get her a little bling. See, <laughs> <laughs> she's my goddaughter. I got to spoil no my goddaughter. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And I took care of Rocco too. He's got some Nike stuff coming to him. I heard Ooh, he likes Steph Curry, but I don't know what to buy Steph Curry. So yes. I just got him some Nike stuff. Steph is with Under Armour. Um, oh, well, I'm not gonna. Get him, I'm not gonna. Di- I'm, I'm not gonna dis Under Armour, but it ain't Nike. Yeah. Do you wear any Under Armour? No. Like under, like no. <laughs> no disrespect, Under Armour. I'm sure you developed a great product. Yeah, you, you know what's going to happen. They're going to be like, this year's celebrity NBA match sponsored by Under Armour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Faison no longer invited. Donald Faison I- recently cut for dissing Under Armour. <laughs> I truthfully hope I do get invited to this. I'm going to work my ass I off. I think to it's going to happen. First of all, did you put Same. it on your whiteboard? I did not put it on my whiteboard. Well, between, I should put it on my whiteboard. Well, listen, the 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 the... The gentleman who owns the Wick. Celtics, Wick, is going to call for you. That seems like a, a, a good call. Yes. I and believe I'm sure it is. you probably know um, people in your Rolodex who are still related to the game, and you could be like, hey, put me in, coach. <laughs> you know, the last time I played in that game, we lost, and I was on Magic Johnson's team. And Magic was the coach, and all I know is Magic is mad at me. I, I mean, I, he is. It was it was my fault. Wow. I made the bad pass. He was really mad. Oh, my dude, he did not look at. You think this is a joke, Dano? But it was he was the coach of one team, and Dr. J was the coach of the other team. And Magic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now look, let me tell you. I don't know if you've watched uh, game. What is it? Game time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right when. Magic came in the league, Dr. J was everybody's idol. Mm-hmm. And he would charm the shit out of you and then get you on the basketball court <laughs> and bust your ass. And you're like, Doc, it's me. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to win. You know what I mean? Right? And so Doc kind of charmed the shit out of me. Look, my mom, Doc, Doc used to go over to my mom's house when they were when they were kids and stuff like that. Doc Aww. is a, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, no, word, word, life. Every time I see him, he's like, how's your mom? I'm like, oh, she's good. But it's Dr. J, too, though. You know what I mean? And so, like, every time I see him, I'm like, because my mom grew up in Massachusetts, and he went to UMass and shit like that. So, anyway, every time every time I see Doc, I'm like, you know, part of me is like, he's kind of like a family member to me because of the way my mom described him. And then every time I see him, he shows me so much love because of his love for my mother, right? So, it's like, hey, right? 
Let me tell you something, man. He put that charm on me, and we went out <laughs> on the basketball court, and I'm trying to win the game, and we lose. And at the end of the game, I'm kind of like, oh, well, you know, I lost to Doc's team. It's all right. Magic wasn't happy about that. (laughs) (laughs) Magic was not happy about that shit at all. Matter of fact, he gave me the hand. You know how when you shake somebody's hand and you really not fucking with them, you give them five and then you kind of look the other way like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I got that from Magic. I got that from Magic, dog. I was like, oh, shit. I I fucked up. Maybe maybe it's water under the bridge. It's all going to be It was my fault, though. I will (laughs) accept the blame. I would you say? I have an interesting question for you. Who would you say um, would be th- in, in this year's team that you're going to be on, because we're manifesting mm-hmm. it, is the best uh, non-professional actor, celebrity on the team? Well, look, this is how I think it should go. If you're no, asking, I'm just asking me, who do you think is going to be know. on the team? I, I don't know. That I don't know. But if you're asking me who should play basketball, they got to get Adam Sandler in there, because Adam's going across to he, – he plays a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. You got to get Quavo in there because Quavo plays a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who else. Barack Obama ain't president no more. I don't think you gotta Barack's going to play. I would bust Barack's ass too. No, wow. I wouldn't. I don't know. Okay. Wow. <laughs> cut that. <laughs> Leave it Keeping in. That. Yeah, I think there's going to be Secret Service outside your door in a couple right. seconds. That's all right. Anyway, but like. I mean, if you ask me who I think the best celebrity basketball player, I mean, you could get Michael B. Jordan is a really good basketball player. Jesse Williams is a really good basketball player. Oh, Jesse Williams is, huh? Yeah. Uh, like, the list is ridiculous. I've seen his on penis. Oh, my I know goodness. a lot of people have if they went to the... Yeah. If they went and saw... Well, I'm just trying to contribute to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. Three, 
All right. Um, let's get back into the let's show. Let's get back to the show, Scrubs. And um, so let's jump off of Jesse Williams' penis. Yeah, for oh, now. Back oh, into boy. the show. Scrubs. We'll come back oh, to it. Okay. So they have a male, again, in terms of masculinity, they have a male patient who has breast cancer, which, uh, of course, is a real thing. And John, the patient, is so embarrassed that he won't even tell his, his, his brothers. His brothers, because well, he's we humiliated that he has breast cancer. We got to go back. So him and his brothers have like a real macho, machismo attitude about shit anyway, because when they're coming into the hospital, one of them is uh, describing an encounter that the other one had as gay. And Carly even kind of, you know, jumps in on it. And so when he finds out he has breast cancer, the last thing he wants is for his brothers to do that again, which is like, you know, that's that's really fucking... that's. When it gets deep like that, like your homophobia is really starting to, it, it, it's it's going to kill you pretty much, man. You got, you're not going to ask for help because you're scared of how you're going to make your friends and family feel. Yeah. Because, but I bet this is real. I mean, I bet this comes from. Oh, I'm real. sure it is. I'm listen. I'm sure it is. I'm, I'm sure. There, sure for, I'm there sure people, the story there wasn't are people pulled that out are racist. There are people that are racist to to black people and then see their doctors black and it's like not that person. Yeah. I don't want that person uh, operating on me. Of you know. Uh, so it 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 exists. You know, it exists. Yeah. Well, bigotry got, exists no matter what. Is, well, this isn't necessarily bigotry as much as it's sort of, um, I, I don't know, what would you call it? Insecurity in, in your- it's homophobia. Your homophobia. It's a homophobia. Joelle, what would you call this? Yeah. Him, him yeah. not wanting and, to know, his friends know he has breast cancer. Well, and it's because kind of he's misogynistic because you, you view breast cancer as like a woman's disease that you shouldn't have. And right. So and he's embarrassed like, because he has a woman's disease. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. fucking crazy. Come on, man. Well, after after she says to him, this is this is how deep it gets though. After she says to him, dude, everybody, anybody could get this. Mm-hmm. Right. Anybody could get but this. But it's not known as, you know, even I, I don't know what the statistics are, but it's not known as a as a as something that people associate with men getting it. Obviously they can get it. And so because it's known as a, a female thing, he's he's embarrassed because he's, you know afraid of being seen as less than a man. I mean, that's the whole theme of the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cox is furious because the janitor has put it into the tri-daily newspaper that he wants <laughs> cuddles and attention. And everyone in the hospital is putting their hands on him and trying to give him love, which is, of course, the opposite of what he wants. And he's furious with the janitor and says, "If you, I'll give you an exclusive for your stupid newspaper if you stop this nonsense. What is amazing is that the janitor says people believe what they read online. Yep. And that holds so true now. Yeah, this many years later. Yeah. <laughs> this many years later, that holds. So I don't know. I don't know if it was that true then, but now forget about it. People will even say to you, "What do you mean? I read it online." Yeah. They'll even use that as a defense. The crazy. What are you talking about? I read that online. Have you ever read like something about yourself online, like an anecdote, and you're like, "That is absolutely not true and did not happen at all." But you're like, yes. it's like, it's like you're not going to try and fight the internet. You're like, all right. That's out there. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. That, that none of that happened, but okay. Yeah, like me, like me being an Uncle Buck. I can't get rid of that shit. It says you were an Uncle Buck? And IMDB says I was an Uncle Buck. I am not an Uncle Buck at all. 
There's people that have watched the movie and said, I saw you in Uncle Buck. And I'm like, I'm not in Uncle Buck. Well, I have one of those to clear up. I was a very young man, a young boy when Uncle Buck came out. This is a high school show. I wasn't even in high school. And there's a kid who's black that kind of looks like me in Uncle Buck. And when the car goes boom and explodes, everybody says, I saw you in Uncle Buck. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not in Uncle Buck. Wow. Well, my version of that is, um, and this is a big one, because this has come up many times in my life, everyone. Daniel, some timpani. I did not ever do a cameo on 30 Rock. There is somebody who looks like me who once did a cameo. I think he's playing some sort of drum or something. But I get asked all the time if I was on 30 Rock. I mentioned uh, on 30 Rock by Jack McBriar because he sneaks on, I think, to the Conan set. And he's pretending he's on the show. And he's like, why, yes, Conan. I, 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 I'm so happy to be on. Um, and yes, I do live with my roommate, Zach Braff, or something like that. There's some That's mention of me. Very interesting that you went but to I'm, a Conan party for Christmas, and now we're talking about And by the Conan. way, he was there, and Jack was there. Really? I wasn't yeah. there. No, Larry David was there too. You know too? what's fucked up, man? I did Conan. Very cool know, party. This, this is where I'm. This is where I'm. Oh, you know who else now. was there? I didn't tell you. You're gonna Fucking be really bummed a, about this. I'm gonna be bummed. Here we go. JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams was there. Well, me and JJ got beef now. Me and JJ got beef <laughs> okay, now. I love you, JJ, right. but we got JJ, beef, man. JJ didn't make the invite list to Conan's party. I don't know why you have beef with him. No, we got beef because the motherfucker didn't put me in Star Wars, man. Uh, All right. Well, we're not done yet. We're not done with Star Wars. They're going to make okay, but lots look, more. Check this out. No, but How check this out. your buddy Henry Cavill getting uh, fired from the DC Universe? That Can was... we have... All right, listen. Every I know you guys are supposed to be here for Scrubs, but we need five minutes to talk. Five not seconds five minutes. To talk. Not okay. five minutes. We're going to do Two one minutes. solid minute. One minute can, to talk if about you, this. If you hit skip twice on your thing, you can miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Holy shit. I feel bad for the guy, really, because they, they left him out. They hung him out to dry there. He, he, don't you feel that way? Like, he, they, they brought him back I in this like big way. I feel like they made him announce he was coming back only to make him announce he's not coming back. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, that's kind of weird. Now, well, I will I, say I, this. I will say this. James Gunn is, in my opinion, the DC movies that he's done are the better DC movies. Like, well, and in also, my opinion, in, in fairness but, to James Gunn, he came in and, and had a new mandate. He didn't have anything to do with that. And he said, hey, I'm, I'm, that's not, it's like, it's like a CEO, new CEO of a company being like, I know that you were just hired as the CFO, but I'm going to bring in my, my own CFO. I'm sorry. It's not his fault. He just, he just was saying, no, sorry, we're under new management now, and that's not the direction we're going. James Gunn said he was going to give Henry another role. In the DC that they want. I know, I just felt Superman. bad because it was, it was so- should, This is me personally. He should be Superman. I think he, I don't know if he's the best Superman, but he was Superman and it, and it. it no, it, they're trying to restart the look, thing, dude. I, I saw, I'm not going to lie. Those movies, Mark- those movies weren't my favorite movies. They weren't my favorite movies. None of them were, to be honest with you. But you know what I did like? I did like Ben Affleck as Batman. It took me a while, but I did like him as Batman. And I did like Henry Cavill as freaking Superman. You know what I mean? And I did like freaking uh, Gal as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And I, I like Jason Momoa as Aquaman. The movie oh. sucked, but they were cool. They were cool cast. Gotta start you know from what scratch. Mean? Gotta I go think he said something it. like, uh, I read today that he's going to go young, way younger with it too. Mm-hmm. So that, that's fine too. I'm, I'm cool with that. People he keep is- asking me how come Donald Faison is in your movie. And I said, he's a wonderful actor, but he can't play 84. Um, so, but, um, if there's a sequel, um, uh, uh, I will have you play older Morgan Freeman. We'll do some prosthetic makeup. You're going to have to pay me more though. That's all right. 
you had me you had me can achieve you, it the first time. Now you're gonna have to pay you, a brother. Can you do um a Morgan Freeman impression? Well, Zach, I think I can. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now, let's finish up this episode here. Okay. We, um all right, sorry, we're back, everybody. Sorry, we had to do a quick DC moment. I don't even watch these movies, but I know how giddy it makes these three. <laughs> well, it makes me and Joel. I don't know about Daniel. Daniel is Daniel. Daniel, Daniel cares more like about he's video in, games. No, exactly. More video games. Daniel's like, is it in the burst? Is it in the new verse that's coming out? Daniel wants to talk verse. about Elder Rings, right, Daniel? <laughs> Did that I'm win happy. Game of the Year? Did that win yes. Game of the Year? Yes, yeah, Elder Rings was Game of the Year. 100%. Do you like Elder Rings, Daniel? No, not my style of game, but it is the <laughs> best game of the year, hands down. Does it look like Red Dead? It looks better than Red Dead. Bullshit. Okay. No, that's true. Really? Daniel, you should yeah. go see Avatar. Is the play like uh, Red Dead? I, it's, is the play? Games. Yes, okay. I really want to go see Avatar. That looks dope. In it I love Saturday. Does it? Does it look dope, guys? Yes, it, yes, it, it looks, looks amazing. Dope. I hear it looks amazing. dope. No, I hear I, every everything I read says that that it, you can you may be able to criticize things about it, but that it looks incredible. Also, how can you bet against James Cameron? Every movie he well, makes no, is a he, blockbuster he makes, smash hit. Well, he, he, he makes he makes good action flicks. That's for damn sure. But let's let me ask you this: Did you like the first Avatar? I Not did. the story, but it was pretty. I yeah, enjoyed it. it. I thought it was, it was cool. It was a movie. It was a blockbuster. Turk has a testicle removed. Uh, yes. JD finds out via Carla. Here's the and, what we were talking about earlier. And he's very shocked. He says, did you keep it? And Turk says, why would I? Which, of course, is the beautiful tee up for a very twisted fantasy where they plant Turk's testicle. And, um, and they come back and it's grown into Donald. It's grown Turk. It's, it's grown to plant Turk. And he's got a leaf over his junk. And he talks like this. And he, and he doesn't. He hasn't really learned English fully yet. But um, he, JD says, it's okay, Planet Turk. Friends. Friends. And then, and then Planet Turk tries to kill JD. <laughs> and then JD says, Turk, we have to find your nut. We have to find your ball, and we have to destroy it. Yeah. Um, now I Things you never thought you'd hear. I mean, if you planted it, it's funny that, that Bill's mind or whomever's mind said that if you planted a testicle, it would grow. No, if you plant a, a nut. Plant, if, you, if you plant a nut. Yeah. If you plant a nut. That's the, that's the, that's the, it'll grow into another plant. Um, and then we learn as as he chases JD, we we go to another fantasy where a runner is asking a doctor for speed to remove both his balls and shaft. Yes, because he feels like it'll help him run faster. <laughs> Why stop there? Right, hell, if it make me run faster, you could take my and then it cuts. Yeah, they cut right off. D. He doesn't even get the D out. He gets the D out. Maybe he's like, you can cut off my D. <laughs> and then JD crashes into a cart and he says, Never fantasize while running. Now, here's the question. Yeah. If you could develop some type of superpower, would you cut off testicles? Oh my God. No, I, I want my testicles. What's the superpower? <laughs> what do I get for, for that? Uh, Invisibility? Invisible mind, cloak? Mind reading. Can I turn it on and off? I think being able to turn read it, minds would you ruin turn your it, life. You could turn it on and off. Facts. I think it would ruin your life. It's like winning you the lottery. You could turn it on like and off. You think it's great. You could turn it on and off. off. You could turn it on and off. I have to give up my scrotum? You have to give up sack. <laughs> Am I allowed? 
Am I thinking about sex or sack? Sack. Oh, okay. I have a couple questions. Am I allowed to um, uh, shoot some um, meaningful loads into a test tube to one day have a child? Sure. You can do all of that. You don't have to give up sex. You just have to give up sack. And you get the ability to read minds. And I can have babies via test tube. And your test tube babies can be born, yes. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Wait, can I have fake nuts in my sack or the sack's totally gone? No, you have just a just shaft. Just shaft. Just shaft, no balls now. Oh, my God. Okay. But I can mind so read and shaft, I can turn it on or off. No balls. <laughs> but I can mind read and I can turn it on or off. You can turn off mind reading. Okay. Uh, I think it would probably ruin my life to read minds, but um, I like this idea. I'll do it. Yeah, I don't hey. think. Hey, <laughs> applause, Daniel. Daniel, wait, jo- yeah, Daniel, would you cut off your sack to um, be able to mind read? If I could have the same allowance that Zach has, that I could yeah. shoot a couple meaningful loads. For meaningful us. loads. <laughs> Okay, Joelle, would you have your eggs removed? Yeah, I don't want children. So. Well, there you go. That's easy yeah. for Okay, her. well, then that's easy for you. What about you, Donald? Oh, I've already had my, my oh, sack removed. Well, you haven't hey. had your sack removed. You've had your tubes tied, but you, have, you still have a sack with two very girthy, girthy nuts <laughs> they in are, them. They are very girthy. They're like, <laughs> oh, my word. They are like sugar dates. Yeah, they're, they're plums. What? They're plums. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, All right, we, let's yeah. get back to the so show, oh, please, for the love of God. Um, so Kelso lied to Elliot. He was doing it as a, as a way to reach out for help. That's at least her interpretation. I, I think Kelso may have just been trying to make her feel bad, but Elliot interprets it that um, he's being a traditional male and not not asking for help, trying to solve this conundrum on her own. And she pledges. And she, she freaking solves it, though, man. Like, Well, she doesn't solve it. She pledges that she's going to help. And he he seems to want it though. At the end of is what I'm saying. No, like yes. that's the that's the mystery. Um, I hit Turk by accident, and um, and uh, JD hits Turk. Yes, and then we 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 don't know how we're going to solve this. Um, because JD is not fine oh. with JD uh, hitting Turk, so we come up with a solution that for the Tri Daily <laughs> Magazine, the janitorial. We will do a Rocky Three freeze frame ending. Do you remember the Rocky? I don't three remind me. Remind me. You never know who wins. Okay, so Rocky won. No, you don't have to go deep, dude. Just no, it, it has to. It has to be done. Right, we'll this do way. it short. Okay. Rocky one, Apollo beats Rocky. Right. Rocky two, Rocky beats Apollo, becomes the champ. Right. Rocky three, Apollo. I mean, uh, Clubber Lang beats Rocky, and Apollo's like, yo, dude, I got to get you back on that high horse because you beat me, and there's no way this chump can beat you. So Apollo trains Rocky. Rocky beats Clubber Lang. At the end of the movie, Rocky owes Apollo a favor, and the favor is Apollo wants a rematch, uh, but with nobody in the room. Got it. Right? And so now they're squaring up against each other, getting ready to fight, and at the end of the movie... They throw a punch and they hit each other at the same time. That's a good. That's a good ending. Rocky freeze frame. That's Rocky good. three freeze frame ending. All right, you summed it up very, very nicely. By the way, Donald. Thank you very much. If anyone out there is looking for someone to professionally sum up Rocky films, um, Donald Faison is available. <laughs> They're my favorite. Hire. I'm going to be honest with you. Have you ever watched the Rocky? Have you ever watched Rocky one? I've watched them all of when they came out, and I and I remember watching four probably in the theaters. With Dolph Lundgren. If you get a chance, and you, I mean, it was nominated for Best Picture. It won Best Picture. 
Yeah, it did. If you get a chance, listeners out there, if you want to see a really good fucking movie, watch Rocky One. It's phenomenal. And Stallone is great in it. Everybody's great in it. But it's a really good movie, man. It's like a well done. There's a reason why he's still around doing what he's doing. Turk has um, named each of his testicles after the two main characters in Sanford and Son. Lamont and Grady. Lamont and Grady. Now, uh, J.D. asks him which one is gone. I believe it was Lamont. Yeah, Lamont's gone. Grady's still there, though. (laughs) And then there's some insider uh, Sanford and Son joke I forgot. I forgot that. For the tiny, tiny percentage of our audience that knows and loves Sanford and Son. I like um, Sanford and Son growing up. That was the best theme song, I think. Bum, 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 yep. bum. And that's okay. it. And then we learned the ladies are going to help, um, ladies are going to help uh, uh, Kelso as sort of a to-be-continued dot, dot, dot. They're going to help him not lose his job. He's going to lose that job. Yeah, we all know that. Spoilers. All right, that's our show, everybody. Um, we're going to take a break, and we come back, Joelle's going to play us some uh, some audio, right, Joelle? Yes, sir. We'll be right back after these words. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. We watch your 
And we're back. What you trying to get into? What day or soon? What you trying to do? What are you trying to get into day or soon? I'm trying to get into the bath. After I'm going this, to a baby. sports match <laughs> this uh, this weekend. Ooh. What are you it's, going to? It's the football one. And it's uh, the LA Rams versus the Titans. Oh, okay. Look at you going to Rams games all of a sudden. Well, um, it's a nice activity, Donald. You go watch the sports and um, have a little drinky drink. You have a little drinky drink with some compadres. I hear you. I don't really follow the game that much. I, I, I find it not as interesting as the drinking with compadres part. <laughs> as I told you, my father would drag me to the Nets games as a child, and I just wanted to know where Duncan, the mascot, was. Amazing. I would just watch Duncan the whole game. That Duncan. That sums up my m- m- how I felt about the sports. I was just my dad was screaming at the game, and I'm like, "Where's Duncan? He's hilarious." <laughs> Duncan was hilarious. Really good mascot. Whoever played Duncan in the mid '80s nailed it. All right, let's hear Joel. What do we got? What you got for us? Okay, this first one is from Andy McGurk. Andy McGurk. Hey guys, it's Andy here. I've sent you a pitch before, but I've got a better idea now. However, the only way I think I can truly sell this is if to attempt an Australian accent. So here it goes. All right, mates. I've got a fantastic idea for your new project oh. for you guys. It's called Fake Doctors, Real Friends, the musical. So basically, the storyline would be that we have two struggling actors doing a podcast, but they both have doctors as their folks. Anyway, one of them has the idea that to earn a little bit more money and have a theme for their new podcast, they could use their parents' medical books, try and learn them live scripts, and then apply for jobs as actual doctors. They go ahead and apply, they land the job, and then all manner of shenanigans take place across the rest of the musical. Okay, speaking normally, I know what you're thinking. How does this tie in with Zach and Donald's podcast? Well, all the songs in the musical... Will be from Zach's soundboard with great musical numbers such as What Are You Trying to Get Into, <laughs> Zach I Love You, Wu Tang Forever, and the Tony Award winning song, which I will play for you now. Wow. When it doesn't matter if it's a Yeah, if this doesn't get picked up, then I have no faith in the future of musical theater. Enjoy! Wow. All right. I'm speechless. I love the musical number. I love the musical number, too. I think yeah. we've got something there. Yeah, we might need that for the soundboard, Daniel. Um, that, that, might uh, have to, that might have to make more appearances. Well, I think this is a lesson in pitching, everybody. You don't want to upstage your pitch. Um with um with something like an australian accent because it, it becomes a little tricky to hear what 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 what's happening i didn't understand what did didn't he have an australian accent before no he... I, I believe he had an english accent um right joel maybe and then I he put so. on because he knows we love that australian guy so much he was trying to piggyback on his his got style. it and uh and i think things went a little little awry with the pitch but he wrote a beautiful song. Beautiful song. Because everybody <laughs> does love a little ass play. I know, but what he's saying is we could make a whole musical out of songs on the songboard. 
What you trying to get into a day show? It's like a melancholic, uh, <laughs> like a little ballad in the yeah, middle like, of the show. Like, yeah, like, it's like I'm holding your face and I just don't know what you want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> and you can picture all the dancers behind us, but I got one hand on your on your chest and one hand on your on your face. And I'm like, what you trying to get into a day of shoe? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know the rest of the lyrics yet, but oh I'm sold. God. Well, do you know the rest of the lyrics? Don't do that to them. What, what you trying to do? That's right. What you trying to do? That thing you're trying to get into a day of soon. What is it? I feel you're trying to get into my rib cage where I keep my heart. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure when you get in there, don't be afraid. Yeah. Hold me close. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a gay love story. It doesn't have to be gay. Why does it have to be gay? We can well, be... I, just, I just assumed it was a gay love story. It doesn't need to be. It could be a platonic uh, uh, Just because we cuddle and hold each other, that doesn't make us gay, buddy. I need that for the soundboard. Game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, Daniel, you missed it. I'm gonna, I have some soundboard entries in there. Fantastic. Um, thank you for the pitch. We love the uh, the song, but that's uh, we're gonna we're gonna pass on the rest. All right, Joel, this must be a pitch for a, a new podcast with Zach and Donald. So actually. Because this is our final show of the year, and because yeah. Donald has requested it so frequently, yeah. here's Stephen Brandon part. Yes! 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 All right, well, please, you honor me. listen. I hope I, he has more. Listen, he's got more, and I want to just say this is our final show of the year because we're going to take time off for the holidays, and we love you all so much, and, uh, and this is so fun. We love doing this, so thank you for listening. Um, all right, go into it. Hey guys, it's Stephen Brandon here, your favorite Australian crypt keeper. Yes, I am a proud member of the Two First Names Club. There's Billy Joel, Bob Dylan, Steve Martin, Larry David, Jennifer Lawrence, and now Stephen Brandon. As requested, I have some more pictures for you guys. Here we go, number one. Two best friends are involved in a nuclear accident and become heroes, but there's a catch. Each day, they both get a new superpower that only lasts for that day, Ooh, and they like must that. figure out what it is and how to use it to save the city. I love that. Zach and Donald are unlikely superheroes in 24-hour power. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Number two. Both recently single, two best friends move to a quaint town to run a successful bed and breakfast. <laughs> a year later, their grown children go bust and show up homeless and unemployed, leaving the men with no choice but to take them in, teach them the business, and become a family. Zach and Donald are innkeepers in Everybody's Inn. That's in with two ends. And number three. When celebrities Zach Braff and Donald Faison swap bodies, they must learn patience and restraint as they live as each other for a week. Donald enjoys the white boy bachelor lifestyle too much as Zach does his best to avoid sleeping with the beautiful Casey Cobb. Yes. Zach and Donald are each other in Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> Hope you like those ideas and uh, can't wait to get in the chair and play your narrator one day. Oh, Thanks. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, I love his. 
I love his ideas always. They're very funny. We got to have him on the podcast just one time, guys. Just one time. I want to have him on and just have, we could do a, we could do a fix your life, but not really a fix your, he needs to be on the show. Listen, the funny thing about him is even though he's just funny and I want to tell him that like, I know he's doing these as funny joke pitches for us, but he should like pitch real shit because he's got, he's he's funny and he's charming and he, and he, and he, and even though his ideas are zany, he, he comes up with funny little hooks, you know? Yeah. Like the I superpower like the, um, the wife swapping one. What do you think of that? I like that too, but I like the superpower one I think one Casey too. would have to play herself. Zach, That's I fine. love you. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. I, I like the superhero one. I think that's hilarious. Them that trying is to funny. figure out what their powers are. That is funny. Each It's kind of like Quantum Leap in that they jump to a new situation every time, but instead of jumping to a new situation, they jump every t- every day to a new superpower, and they have to figure out what it is because sometimes it might not be obvious. Right. That's clever. Very cool. Um, I like that one the best. Joelle, put that one on the whiteboard. Copy that. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we love you. This is so fun. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy any holiday you celebrate. Yay. Happy New Year. Joelle, Daniel, I have presents coming to you. Donald, I have presents coming to you and your kids. Guys, I bought a house, and eventually I will have you guys in that house uh, to hang out. But as of right now, that's where all my money is. So what you're telling them, you're you're telling Daniel and Joelle is that their present is that you're going to one day have them over. My present is one day you will come over and I will uh, shower you with... Crystal. well, yeah, I'll buy Chris for y'all. I'll shoot, I'll buy the Chris. I'll buy Chris. I'll buy spades. I what is that uh that uh, uh Jay Z drinks? The spades, I'll drive, I'll buy that. I'll buy what is the other shit that y'all love? Moet? Nineteen forty two, a really expensive. I'll buy the nineteen whatever they bring out at the club when you say I want yeah. bottle service, whatever yeah. they bring out, that's what you're I'm gonna have that shit now. for y'all Perfect. when you come through. I'm gonna have a little section where y'all can listen to where it'll be like a couch and y'all can have fucking bottle service yeah. and Ooh. fucking party. Cool. Right Excellent. On. Thank you. Daniel, you won't have to DJ or nothing. No. Wow. I would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have somebody bring you the bottle service with sparklers and shit. Your Love kids it. are going to be dressed up like uh, the wait staff, and oh, they're going to no. bring us bottles with sparklers. <laughs> I'm going to put my kids to work, and they're going <laughs> to. Oh, my God. Um, all right. We love you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Happy New Year. Be safe and uh, be kind. And uh, Donald, count us out. Five, six, seven, Here's eight. stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at target.com slash circle card.